Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to this King's Place podcast. In March, we present Time and Tradition, a weekend series of concerts, storytelling and talks, exploring the concept of time through tradition and contemporary folk music and ritual and seasonal customs. Time and Tradition sees Martin and Eliza Carthy headline a generational concert, whilst Chris Wood offers his unique view on modern society and song. Peggy Seeger and Roy Bailey head up a concert exploring social history down the years through the filter of song. On this podcast, Alan Beerman Music, Artistic Associate of King's Place, gives us an insight into the aims of the festival. In the second half, we explore time and tradition further and hear some music from Rosie Hood. First, to Hall One and to speak to Alan Beerman. So, Alan, where I wanted to begin, you've devoted, well, a great amount of your life to the promotion of folk music. What appeals to you about the voices, the instrument, the stories? Why do you do what you do? Um, Well, I got into it. Uh, via Bob Dylan when I was at a very early age when most of my contemporaries were listening to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. That led to early lineups of Fairport and that took me to festivals. It was festivals that captured my imagination. Over the years, like most people, I suppose, my preferences have, have changed. 40 years ago, I wasn't particularly into traditional music, um, but over the years, that's definitely changed. But I still have a wide range of interests across folk music, so I'm just as happy going to a, a huge concert at Celtic Connections with several thousand people there watching a a lively band like the Elephant Sessions and two days later I was in a pub in Suffolk uh, singing along with traditional songs that have been there for generations and I like the sense of community and I like the sense of tradition of feeling that you're part of something that's been evolving over the years and I'd like to think that I played just a very small part in providing opportunities for people to keep singing the songs, playing the music and putting it out in in front of uh, new and wider audiences. Let's talk about this festival, this weekend, Time and Tradition. It's a theme and an idea that is within the DNA of folk itself, so you're just highlighting or expanding it, I think. Yes, I think that's true. When we knew that King's Place were doing their Time Unwrapped, uh, series to uh, their theme to celebrate their 10 years it seemed a big op- opportunity and there seems so many ways of exploring that so we looked at things like the generations there were countless examples in the folk world where there are now the fathers and daughters mothers and sons whole families like the, the Walters and Carthy dynasty so I wanted to explore that but I also wanted to explore slightly more odd angles uh, that come into the social history side of things and how folk music has reflected changing times, if if you like. It also gave us opportunities to look at things like customs that are still carrying on and that whole idea of circular time where customs carry on in a circle, always happening at the same time every year. The flail came by The flail came by today Took away the things 
Let's move through the concerts. We begin on Friday. Chris Wood, uh, Jimmy Aldridge and Sid Goldsmith storytelling in a song. Yes. Chris Wood was chosen for this. Chris, for many years, uh, sang largely traditional song, although he was known to many um, in his early years on the, on the folk scene as largely an instrumentalist. He's been singing for many years now. His early albums were dominated by traditional song although he now sings almost exclusively his own songs he's extremely conscious of what has gone before him in terms of tradition and he makes a point acknowledging Anon as the greatest song and tune writer composer ever this whole horde of her unknown people who have created folk song and music over the years and are only known under the label of Anon. And he talks about uh, having the ghosts of those people on his shoulder while he's, uh, while he's performing. Sid and Jimmy are relative newcomers, but again have come from a background of traditional music but are now writing their own contemporary songs, commenting on life today. Moving to the Saturday, this is when the weekend sort of opens up on a typical festival at King's Place. There is a big focus uh, evening concert, but there are events throughout the whole afternoon and the evening in various venues. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you could come and hear? Yes, very pleased to be including uh, Cohen Braithwaite Kilcoyne, who is a young singer who has made a big impression over the last uh, couple of years. A young man, plays melodian, sings largely traditional songs, but probably brought him to my attention for this particular series was his solo album, which is called outweigh songster outweigh songster is a, a phrase that that was used back by some of the earlier collectors of folk song back in the 19th century and the outweigh songster was somebody who not only sang traditional songs from those anonymous sources but also picked up songs of the day, maybe Victorian musical songs, or made up their own songs. So they were people who were adding to the, the repertoire of it, if you like, as, as well as bearing the tradition. And I was very pleased to see that uh, he's been nominated for BBC Folk Award. Another event is Rosie Hodgson and Rowan Piggott. This is uh, a free event in the foyer in the evening. Another opportunity to showcase two young performers who uh, come from different traditions. Rowan, in particular, has a um, background in Irish traditional music, also sings, and uh, Rosie uh, sings her own songs as well as some from the tradition. And then... We have Martin and Eliza Carthy, also with Tim and Rhoda Darling. This is that sense of two people who obviously spend a lot of time together, you know, speak to each other on the phone every day. But when they put together on the stage, there's something that comes from the resonances of shared histories. In one six I think there's something very special about blood relatives singing and performing together. You can often hear that in, in the harmonies of groups when you've got, say, siblings uh, working together. The Walterson 
McCarthy family have always been very close, always living in the in the same area, um, often in the same house of two or three generations. Eliza and Martin were the obvious choice for any to headline any concert that was going to feature um, this concept of music across the generations. There's still a few more concerts to get through. Back to Sunday again. Uh, Myths, folk tales and ballads told by Hugh Lupton. This was um, another take on the the whole time thing. Uh, Hugh Lupton has explored this question of, of time through customs that happening every year in some of his previous work. In this particular occasion, he's exploring those two uh, Celtic festivals, uh, Beltane and Samhain, which we still still tie up with May Day and Halloween time, um, coming of summer and the and the coming of winter. And these are supposed to be uh, these are significant times in the world of myths and legends. So we finish with perhaps one of the most ambitious explorations of the theme of time and tradition. We have Peggy Seeger. Roy Bailey, Grace Petrie, Ewan McLennan, uh, A Touch on the Times. I stole, stroke borrowed, the title A Touch on the Times from Roy Palmer's book. Roy Palmer was a great academic writer, author, um, who uh, worked on folk song and in a social history context. I chose uh, four performers whose repertoire, both through traditional and contemporary songs reflect on both social history and contemporary times. Roy and Peggy have both got a number of traditional songs on theme, particularly Grace has uh, a very particular contemporary take on um, commenting on social times, current social times, and Ewan has a bit of both uh, traditional material and his own, own songs I wanted to bring them together. They will all be on stage at the same time um, and take it in turns, but I expect quite a lot of banter between them uh, about drawing links between, uh, between the songs and the different times that we're now living in and reflections on the past. I have searched the heavens, scoured the skies, they grow. Next, Rosie joins us to talk about her personal connection with storytelling and song. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it links into all of my work, I would say. I started off as an unaccompanied traditional folk singer uh, through having learnt a lot of songs through my family. And uh, as I've developed as a musician, I've started writing as well. I always look back at that traditional material. I still perform a lot of it. And even my own writing uh, often is looking back at historical things as well as trying to look forwards and look at kind of modern situations as well. I also think it's nice to ask about people who've grown up in the tradition of folk music have, have had that around them from an early age. It's very hard to know from the outside what that's like. I got it through mostly my mum. She plays piano accordion. Mm. She plays for a Morris dancing team down south and she 
always used to play when we had these family and friends gatherings. We'd go on holiday with these old cars called Austin 7s. In the evenings, we'd sit in a pub or someone's tent and my mum would play piano accordion and we'd all sing songs. And uh, mostly she played the accordion to keep us in the same key, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, through that, I, I learned all sorts of different random bits, of, well, songs from different traditions. There were some that were Irish songs. There were quite a few things that I think people had probably learned from the Yetis, uh, us being from the Southwest, you know. More modern songs that had been written during the folk revival. And to me, just that was kind of normal. In the evenings, we would sing those songs and I just learned them through osmosis somehow. Let's talk about the um, what you'll be doing at King's Place. I've called it like an illustrated talk. Essentially, I have a, a real interest in music from where I grew up from the songs and stories from around there. Um, so I grew up in North Wiltshire, a tiny little village called Mindy, and I didn't know that there was such a strong history of folk song in the area. There's some places that are quite well known for it, but Wiltshire isn't one of those places. And weirdly, when I actually moved away, when I went to university, I moved up to Glasgow and I started being a bit more interested and did a little bit of research and I found, actually, there's this huge huge resource um, that you can access online and uh, there's a guy called Alfred Williams who about a hundred years ago collected songs around his area. He came from South Marston which is just outside of Swindon and he went around on his bicycle and he went to all the villages. I know it's really folky. Uh, uh, he went around to all of the villages and he collected the songs that people were still singing but he, he just wrote the words down. He didn't collect melodies. Some people think it's because he maybe couldn't write music possibly or he didn't understand music. Personally I think it's probably quite likely that he just couldn't transcribe while people were singing. That's a massive skill to have. And so there's this great resource, but it's all words. So I came to that and then I started to become interested in um, developing tunes, um, whether that was using tunes from a pre-existing version, looking at other source singers from other areas of the country or writing my own melodies. If I asked nicely, would you, uh, would you perform something for us? Yeah, of course. So I'm going to be playing an instrument called a shruti box, which is uh, it's a traditional Indian instrument. Mm. And essentially, it's a, a little drone machine with bellows that I pump with my hands. And I will be singing the ghost story song. It's called Lover's Ghost. It's sometimes known as the Holland Handkerchief. And this is one of the songs that Alfred Williams collected. And uh, it tells the story of a young couple who have fallen in love and then what befools the young man. It's of a farmer in our town His election goes the country round He had one daughter a beauty bright and in every place was her heart's delight many a young man a courting came but none of them could a favour gain till a young man came of low degree came underhanded and she fancied he Soon as her father came this to hear, he separated her from her dear. 
over fourscore miles this maid was sent to her uncle's home for her discontent nine days after this young man died his ghost appeared at her bedside rise rise my love and come with me and break these chains and set me free this maid arose and got up behind and he rode as fast as the very wind but not one word did this young man speak but my dearest dear how my head does ache she had a handkerchief of the holland kind and around his head she did him bind she kissed his pale lips and thus did say my dearest dear you're as cold as clay he wrote her up to her father's door and saw her father standing on the floor oh father dear did you send for me by such a kind messenger kind sir said she well he wrung his hands and he tore his hair much like a man in deep despair he tore the hair all from his head crying daughter dear Thanks to Rosie and Alan for joining us. Rosie performs folk songs of the Upper Thames, an illustrated talk on Sunday the 18th of March at 2.30pm in the St Pancras Room and performs a free concert later on that day in the ground floor foyer. Other highlights that we mentioned include Chris Wood on Friday the 16th of March, Martin and Eliza Carthy on Saturday the 17th of March and Peggy Seeger, Roy Bailey, Grace Petrie and Ewan McLennan on Saturday the 18th of March. This is still the tip of the iceberg, so do visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash TT for details of everything this weekend has to offer. You've been listening to a King's Place podcast. You can find and follow us on Twitter at King's Place, Instagram at King's Place London, and Facebook forward slash King's Place. Thanks for listening. <laughs>